Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Switch Joy Radio, Episode 4. As always, we've got a lot to talk about this episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the Game Awards 2017 and all the Nintendo-related info that we got out of that. We're going to be talking about a slew of Mega Man titles coming to Switch in 2018. Ready? Uh, ready? Ready. I'm not. Uh... <laughs> Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Street, the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection that was just announced is coming to Switch in 2018. We'll be talking about that a bit. Also, Brawlout is coming to Switch December 19th. We're going to talk about why that's why I think that's important. And what it is, because I have no idea. And what it is. That's <laughs> Nintendo Switch has hit uh, 10 million units sold in the first nine months, so we'll talk about, we'll put that in a bit of perspective. Super Mario Serial is out in the wild, and there appears to be some kind of supply issue, so we'll be going into that. And we're going to get into a, a little bit of a discussion of our favorite Switch indie titles of 2017. So, that's kind of on the docket today. I'm your host, Nick Chevalier, and with me is Chris Smith, as always. What's going on, internets? Glad to have you back this week. Yeah, good to be back. I, I miss doing the show. Yeah, I mean, hope, hope you're feeling better. I know you were kind of sick. Yeah, a little under the weather, but that was a quick... It was a quick... And nasty bug that came and went really yeah. fast. So I'm well, thankful it came and went. Yeah, definitely glad you're better. And I'm sure uh, our listeners are happy to have happy to have you back because I'm sure listening to me go solo is probably boring. Oh, I'm sure it's <laughs> fine. I'm sure it's fine. Though, right. though, I did get to sit back and play some Switch on the couch. Hey, that's a, that's always a yeah. good remedy to be sure. Okay, so uh, we are on a bit of a time crunch, so we are just gonna fly through the news today. Uh, first up, we're going to be talking about um, Game Awards 2017 and uh, the Nintendo info that we got out of that. Um, so I think the biggest first uh, biggest things that we got out of that was uh, Bayonetta 1 and 2 uh, being announced for Switch, and that's coming February 16th, 2018. And Bayonetta 3 is currently in development as a Switch exclusive and will be, I believe there was a date of 2018 on that also, but I could be wrong. So this is interesting, because from what I gathered, Bayonetta 2, which was exclusive to Wii U, yes, it was. correct? You know, given the poor sales of Wii U, exponentially translates over to the game sales, I'm sure, so Bayonetta 2 didn't sell very well, so it's interesting that they're like, yeah, let's make another one, but I guess it's just due to the fact that, like we'll talk about later, 10 million units already in the first 9, 10 months. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is cool, because I never actually played uh, either Bayonetta's so, okay. so I'll probably pick it up because I always hear good things about it. Yeah, I, I played a bit of the first Bayonetta. I think it uh, went on PS Plus for PS3 quite a few years ago, and I, I played a bit of it on that. And it is, I would say, uh, from the few games I have played from developer Platinum Games, I would say that it is probably their flagship series, if any of them were to be considered flagship. Um, intense, fast, fast-paced combat. It's it's really awesome. Um, so yeah, definitely excited to check that out and check those out on Switch. So really, it's when it comes to Bayonetta one and two, it's really Bayonetta two that uh, that'll be released physically and digitally. But uh, the physical version will include a download code for Bayonetta one. Okay, so if I you can't purchase you can't purchase Bayonetta two digitally and get a free copy. I no, I, I think so. I think the way it works is you can buy. I don't know if they'll have Bayonetta 1 standalone on the eShop, but it'll be to where whether you buy Bayonetta 2 physically or digitally, it'll also come with a digital copy of the first Bayonetta. Okay. I might consider picking that that physically. We'll see. I'm more digital. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, no, no word yet on what the file size would be. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not really sure if this game would... 
probably it would, I can't imagine it would be that huge of a file size considering it's a it's an older game yeah yeah it's a PS3 Xbox 360 I'd imagine game. six or seven gigs yeah something like that so yeah uh, those were probably the biggest announcements that we got out of the Game Awards um, they also we also got uh, details revealed for the latest Breath of the Wild uh, Champions Ballad DLC. Um, and that was actually made available directly after the Game Awards presentation, so that was pretty cool. So I haven't yet played any of the DLC for either DLC 1 or 2, but that announcement got me re-excited for Zelda. I haven't touched it in a while. So over the weekend, I finally jumped in, and I left off right at the end. I got all four Divine Beasts and hadn't began yet. Okay, wow. So I jumped in this weekend. I was exploring the castle. I wasn't actually going to finish it, and then my son was watching. He's like, Dad, you got to beat Ganon. You got to go now. I'm like, okay, let's do this. Oh, we rushed in, and like, it was a very like satisfying battle. Like, It wasn't very hard, Yeah. but I enjoyed it. It was awesome. That was cool. So I finally vanquished evil, and then I'm like, I was still excited to play, but I'm like, you know what? I haven't, I haven't, I haven't finished up. I want to get, I'm very close to getting all the shrines. I think I was at 100 where mm. I left off, so there's 20 left, so I've been getting through that i think i got about five now awesome so i think i'm gonna do that and then i'll then i'll probably run the uh the some the trials of the sword yep or whatever it's called because i didn't realize that it, uh when you do that it levels up your master sword okay yeah yeah i yep. didn't realize that so uh i'll be doing that and then i'll finally jump into the dlc too yeah i'm sort of in a similar boat except i uh i geez i haven't, I haven't touched zelda in months i think i think last time i played it was sometime in like maybe may or june mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't really yeah, jumped into either DLC pack, and in fact, I'm still, I think I've got three Divine Beasts on, I still have one more to go, and I haven't even given Ganon a thought. Have you done the Camel, or is that your last one? I, th- no, I've, I've done that one. Yeah, I found that one to be the hardest, like the puzzle of the whole thing. You gotta it, like, you gotta spin the, the insides of it, and like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like line up the currents or something. Yeah, that was it. Was I mean, it was fun, but it was definitely yeah, probably the most difficult. Yeah. I'd say and the so boss far. was challenging too. You had to like magnesis, like raise up the spikes to like make a lightning rod. Yeah. Oh I yeah, that, yeah. That was the dude with throwing all the. Yeah, I, I think that's like the most times I've died in that game. It yeah, was me too. Very frustrating. Me too. But yeah, I mean this uh, DLC is awesome. Uh, so it includes uh, new dungeon, uh, new story content, and the Master Cycle Zero motorcycle, which. I, I put a tweet kind of like, oh, I guess this is the Mario Kart timeline crossing over. <laughs> True. Um, which, I th- in fact, I saw a post. I can't remember who posted this, but I saw something, I think it was on Twitter, that someone said that uh, the motorcycle that Link rides in Mario Kart 8 is called the Master Cycle. So it sounds like this is almost intentionally made as maybe like a precursor uh, yeah. to whatever Link rides in Mario Kart. So That's I, cool. I guess maybe those timelines are somehow merging. or at least, I mean, it's at least a cool Easter egg. Yeah, I think to Mario Kart. I think you don't get it till you finish DLC two, basically. I could. I, I think so. <laughs> so I haven't played it. I haven't used it yet. Also, I, I looked up videos on what it was, and apparently you have to like fuel it, like it has. Oh really? Fuel. Like okay. you have to like get off your bike, open it up, and like dump fuel of some sort. I mean that's pretty cool. I mean if it's something that runs on limited resources that you have to gather, if I mean if that's the case, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to. Uh, since I haven't touched Zelda in so long, and now that this new DLC pack is out, I think I'm going to use uh, the holiday break as an opportunity to jump back in. Cause, to revisit. Yeah, definitely, because I'm, I'm at kind of a, a low right now. Um, even though we still have ga- so many games releasing, even uh, up through Christmas at the end of the year, which is just insane to me. Right. Um, but yeah, with a l- relative low, I think I'm going to be jumping back into uh, to Zelda and definitely check out some of this new, uh, new DLC content. Uh, along with the... Uh, 
So, still on the topic of the Game Awards, uh, Nintendo did win uh, awards in a few categories, uh, most notably being Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild won Game of the Year. Yeah, incredible. So that, um, I mean, huge congratulations to Nintendo and Anuma-san and the whole team that worked on that. It was just a phenomenal game. Yeah. Not my Game of the Year personally, like, as in uh, the, covering the entire breadth of video games, but definitely worth worth a Game of the Year, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, along with Game of the Year, Zelda also won Best Game Direction and Best Action Adventure Game. So they're knocking it out in all categories, it looks like. Yeah. So kudos I really to them. F- I really feel like they played more Western titles when developing it. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, they definitely at least had, had more of an influence. Yep, <laughs> definitely. Uh, and then, in addition, Super Mario Odyssey won Best Family Game, which that's... That's a weird category. Yeah, it's a weird category, but it's not all that surprising. I mean, I, I mean, I guess... I mean, I think you might, I think you were talking a little bit about that you were uh, playing the game with your son. Oh, yeah. So. He had a Super Mario-themed birthday party this past weekend. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, where he had about eight kids over, and they just played Mario Odyssey the whole time. That is awesome. They take turns. They, like, when one kid would die, they would like, pass the controller. They didn't even play two-player. Mostly because I'm like, I don't want you guys messing with the, the stupid, like, you have, you have to go to the home, change the settings for, like, flipping the controller for yeah. Joy-Cons. Anyways, but, yeah, we just had... Yeah, they were just passing the controller around. They just, that's what they did the whole time in between cake and presents. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so, awesome. yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah. Awesome, awesome on them. I mean, if, it, it's good to see Mario Odyssey t- taking home some uh, award, if not Game of the Year. Right. So, awesome to see. And then, to I, maybe some people's surprise, but not to my surprise, uh, Metroid Samus Returns took home the Best Handheld Game Award. I still need to play that. I, I love Metroid. I, I haven't finished it, but it, it, it's such a good game. It is... Like, it, it was my, I won't say it's my first Metroid game, because I have played, I think the only other Metroid game I really played was uh, Super Metroid. Well, there you go, that's the best. So, yeah, I, I have a lot of experience with that game, and this is, uh, it does, it does Metroid right, and even adds in a few new new things right. that just feel so at home with that game. So I'll have to pick up a copy of My Son Has a 2DS. I can play it on there. Yeah, there you go, awesome. <laughs> Okay, so that was uh, that was the Game War 2017. Uh, moving on, uh, a ton of Mega Man titles were announced to be coming to Switch in 2018. We've got so first this this was all announced during Capcom's Mega Man 30th anniversary live stream, and coming to Switch uh, we have the Mega Man Legacy Collection One and Two is coming in 2018. I believe that was spring. I could be wrong on that. Um, as well as all eight Mega Man X titles will be coming sometime in 2018. And then to top it all off, we have a brand new title, Mega Man 11, coming to Switch in late 2018. I'm so stoked for this. <laughs> I love Mega Man. I think Mega Man 3, you mentioned Super Metroid. I was thinking about mm. my top five game lists of all time. So that's on there. And also Mega Man 3 is on my top five. I, I love, I love, I don't want to say all of them. I love some of them, and I really just love the concept of Mega Man yeah. itself. It's like a puzzle in itself where you figure out what weapons are good here and there. Um, I like I like what they're saying already about Eleven, how like they're, they're, uh, there's going to be like a weapon wheel for easy access to change because I always found it difficult to like while you're playing the level, I never liked experimenting with the weapons that I've gotten during the level mm-hmm. because it was such a pain about the pause. Navigate the ugly UI, select right. the thing. And then that didn't work, so try another one. Pause. Repeat the process. So a weapon wheel is like I can't. I'm like so stoked for that simple thing. Um, anyways, Mega Man 11. So cool to see them going back and uh, not going back, but 
re- I guess yeah, returning to Mega Man, making a new game. Uh, I'm bo- I'm at the same time disappointed and excited that it's this new art style. Really, I'm disappointed because I love the old art style, mm. but I am excited that they are moving in a new direction. I don't know that I'm a fan of the new art style. It looks safe, generic, a little bit. Uh, I would like to see a little more something stylized, accustomed to, uh, I don't know, maybe making it more sprite-based as opposed to yeah. 3D, or I a mix can, of the both. Yeah, I can understand that. So it looks very Mighty Number no. 9-ish. Yeah. yeah, yeah it okay. looks better than Mighty Number no. 9. <laughs> but it has that vibe yeah. to me. Um, yeah, I, I don't have too much uh, history with Mega Man. Uh, I... Remember, I played a bunch with a, uh, a friend on the SNES. I couldn't tell you which title it was. It was X1, 2, or 3. Uh, or Mega Man Soccer. No. Which, why isn't was... that coming to Switch? Yes, <laughs> Nintendo, good question. <laughs> well, it's Capcom. more of Capcom. Um, but yeah, uh, Mega Man X, I, I, can, I can see, uh, I can understand the criticism that it's more of a safe design style, but I, mean, I just remember when I was watching the live stream and I just saw that uh, logo pop up in the art style. I was like, "What?" Like, it was cool how they did, they did the transition. Like he was in the eight bit style. Yep. They like loaded into. Yeah, the whole the time that whole style. timeline video was really cool they, that they put out. Oh, I don't think I caught that. Yeah, it's actually part of. I think part of the uh, trailer that they uh, released for Mega Man Eleven. It's it, they kind of did like a a video timeline of all the Mega Man games like through history. Yeah. And uh, ends with you know like, like you said him eight bit and then going in and the whole like transformation to the 2.5D. Oh, I'll have to go back and try to find that. Yeah, no, it was really cool. That that whole sequence was just really well put together, I think. Yeah, the X titles were really good, too. Uh, at least the Super Nintendo ones. I don't think I played it past that. Yeah, uh, I mean, we're getting all these games throughout 2018. I will so buy all of them. Thank you, Capcom. <laughs> You've got our money, that's for sure. Um, and then in, I guess, well, I was going to say in that vein, but well, sort of, because with older games coming to Switch... Um, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection is coming to Switch in May 2018. This includes 12 titles, including, ready for this, Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Champion Edition, Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighting, Super Street Fighter 2, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Street Fighter Alpha, Street Fighter Alpha 2, Street Fighter Alpha 3, Street Fighter 3, Street Fighter 3 Second Impact, and Street Fighter 3 Third Strike. Dumb. Dumb. So we're getting, <laughs> hang, on, hang on, so we're getting one, two, three, four, five, five versions of Street Fighter 2. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> three versions of Street Fighter 3 <laughs> in one comprehensive package. I mean, it's, it's cool to get collections like this, but it's like. It is. It's. I'm being, I'm being harsh. It, it's, it's always been insane to me that Street Fighter in particular has, like, they will literally re-release the same game multiple times with balance changes and. Like and just call it something else. Like, I, of course that that that's me being this armchair person who actually doesn't really have all that much history of Street Fighter. But um, do we need five different versions of Street Fighter Two in one collection? I don't know. Yeah. But I've already bought the forty dollars one game. You know, Street Fighter. I think it's Super Street Fighter Two Turbo. I don't even know. For Switch, there's a forty dollars version with one game. I bought it because I like Street. I like Street Fighter Two. I don't have any history with 3 or Alpha or any of those. Um, so I was excited, begrudgingly, to pay $40 to buy that. <laughs> I will be passing on this port. But you got my money for Mega Man, so there. Yeah, yeah, both Capcom releases, that's for sure. Um, yeah, and, and of, of all those 12 games, four of them 
uh, are going to be getting online multiplayer support. That would, that would be for uh, Street Fighter 2 Hyper Fighting, Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Street Fighter Alpha 3, and Street Fighter 3 Third Strike. That's a cool addition. So, yeah, and uh, they'll be supporting four, pl- uh, I guess, four-player online lobbies, which, I mean, maybe that makes sense to people who have played those games before. Right. I don't know if you can have four people in a match. No, play, they're just waiting, or maybe they're spectating. Yeah, could, could be that. Um, Trash talking. I think it would have been, I guess, and I mean, it might have been a nightmare to implement, but I mean, I would have thought that having all of those games have online multiplayer may have made sense, but... So how do you sit down and you're like, hey, what Street Fighter 3 do you want to play? <laughs> <laughs> I really like Second Impact. No, 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 they added this feature in Third Strike. We need to go there. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I mean, yeah. Why not just I don't know. do, like, I imagine it's Street Fighter 3 and then, just like 2, they implemented, or they improved upon it, called it Turbo. Right. Then they implement on that, called it Super... So like, why not just include the best of each one? Yeah, I would. I would uh, yeah, I would just have included the, I guess, most recent iteration of each. But it, it is cool that Street Fighter One is on there. I've never played that. I'm sure it's terrible, but I'd be interested to play it because I never have. Oh, well, if I, I don't uh, think it's ever been on console. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if I if I end up grabbing a copy, I guess we'll just have to we'll have to play it throw and down. figure that out. Yeah, <laughs> throw it down with the Joy Cons. Um. Yeah, so that's that's Street Fighter. I mean, that's that's cool. I guess. If you're interested in that, so check that out. Uh, and, and again, that is May 2018. That, that'll be coming out. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, next up on the news docket, Brawlout is coming to Switch on December 19th. So that is next Tuesday. So oh, Smash clone, eh? Yes. Yeah, so, so basically Brawlout is... And I know there are other Smash clones out there. Um, like I know there's Brawlhalla and uh, there's another, a couple other ones that I've heard of. You can be the guy from Guacamelee? Yeah, so they actually just... All right, I'm buying them in. So, what so is this? In <laughs> fact, when they, they, they just announced this, uh, the release date the other day, and when they did, like, they simultaneously announced the release date and that uh, Juan Aguacate from Guacamelee is going to be in the game, along with the uh, previously announced uh, Drifter from Hyper Light Drifter. Super cool. So, yeah, it's a uh, platform fighting game in the vein of Super Smash Bros. Um, so far, they have 16 confirmed original fighters, so completely new characters that... Uh, the team at Angry Mob Games have come up with, um, and I think I read one interview. Uh, read one interview that they came up with uh, these different characters based on different, uh, like uh, uh, different like countries and different. Um, can't think of the stereotypes. Word. I won't. I won't say stereotypes. No. Uh, so they all seem to be animals. Like I know there's um, one like four like four armed like frog dude that can like I think. He like gr- like especially is like grabbing and throwing his enemies, and I think he's kind of modeled after like a, a like a Mexican luchador kind of. You won me at luchador, so. Wait, well, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but yeah, they, they they have a bunch of different uh, characters based on I guess different like na- nationalities, I guess maybe I would say. Oh, huh, and this comes out like next week, huh? Yeah. So yeah, December nineteenth, next Tuesday. Um, you know, I, I've seen quite a few Smash clones. Some some are okay, others not so great. This one actually looks to be pretty well. I mean, of course, without playing it, I can't speak to how well it's balanced. But, I mean, just from watching all the gameplay videos um, that I've seen so far, it seems like it, it's balanced pretty well. Um, it, 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 it seems very derivative of Smash in that you've got your standard... Um, Percentage bar, your, like your like your health percentage that Is will incre- increase. Yeah, it's kind of a knockout. Knock out the ring. Okay. Yeah. Um, Man, can you imagine... Did you ever play uh, PlayStation All-Stars? Not to go too off Nintendo topic. But I did, yes. 
And I... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they... Valiant effort, but they should have just cloned Smash to the T. Yeah, I mean, I kind of liked it. Like, it, was, it was okay, but definitely not something as long-lasting as, as Smash could be, I yeah. think. Um, but yeah, this seems really cool, and it seems... Uh, I'm just a fan of seeing different um, indie game characters being uh, brought in. And in fact, I think there are... And I could I could very well be making this up, so don't quote me on this. I, I think there are still two characters that have yet to be announced. I, like I said, I could be wrong on that, but and they're from other games. Possibly, oh, oh, maybe I don't know. Uh, okay. um, it's although it would be. I mean, I'm no. I don't know if this is coming or not, but I think it would be definitely cool to like you know maybe six months or a year down the road to be get like like new DLC fighters from, you know, like I know I know I've heard some people say they wish like like Shantae would. Be a character in okay. this game, or the Rocket um, League card. No, I'm joking. <laughs> oh yeah, sure. <laughs> Try balancing that. Um, but yeah, this seems like a really good, uh, co- uh, competent uh, platform fighter in the like. like, like I, I keep comparing it to Smash, but I mean, I think everybody has, and I think it's very obvious what they're going for. Right. Um, and of course, with the lack of a either a Smash port or a new Smash. proper Smash game on Switch. I think this is going to find a pretty good community. Yeah, no, timing is right for it. Yeah, definitely. I think Switch owners are clamoring for Smash, so this will definitely tie people over. If not, hey, maybe it's second coming. Maybe this is great. Like, it really takes off. And I think it's very smart of them to uh, include outside characters, like guest characters. Yeah, to definitely. Get, get, you, you instantly kind of grab those audiences. Hey, you have one from Guacamelee. I had to look at the name. <laughs> I'm not even going to try to do the last name. But you have him coming in. Uh, that inter- instantly piques my interest. I definitely want to check it out now. I right. love Smash and I love Guacamelee. Yeah, I mean, then it's it, a perfect fit. It to makes me. T- it makes total sense too because, like, I mean, if you have a complete roster of these characters that you've never heard of, right. you're not really invested. Whereas if you like, oh, I know that character. I like the series he comes from. That kind of like draws you in. So mm-hmm. that, that I think that makes perfect sense. Um, and it'd be cool to see more more fighters added down the road. But I mean. To have 16 original fighters to choose from, that's a that's pretty robust from the start. Right, right, right. So, definitely look forward to that. Um, I think there was one... I thought there was something else I wanted to say about this, but... I don't know. Oh, oh it, uh, the game is are currently on Steam Early Access and has gotten mostly positive reviews there. So, it seems like it's already has... It seems like this game already has somewhat of a small but dedicated fan base, so hopefully with the Switch release that'll expand the audience yeah that's cool it's already out somewhere it's already probably building a community so they'll you know I'm sure having it available on the Switch on the go oh yeah yeah yep definitely and the game is going to be coming to PS4 and Xbox One later they haven't released a uh, they haven't announced a release date for that yet but it's cool that it's coming to uh, Switch first yeah as far as consoles are concerned coming to Switch first so that's awesome yeah that sounds like they know what they're doing over there yeah, definitely. So, and it's going to be twenty bucks. So twenty. Bu- oh, I'm buying it. Twenty oh, yeah. bucks sold. It's a no brainer. Yeah, <laughs> no brainer for me. Uh, yeah, I'll probably have to take off work that day. <laughs> so yeah, that's that. Uh, next item: Nintendo Switch. We uh, has finally hit ten million units sold in the first nine months. Dang! Holy crap! <laughs> like that is such an impressive number. Uh, to put that in context, uh, if you know, ten million sounds like a lot, but what does it really mean? Um, for the PS4. Uh, just over a year after the PS4's launch, they hit 18 million units sold, and the Wii U's lifetime sales was 13.5 million. Gosh, you're just about to cross. Like, by the end of the year, after Christmas, they might have already overtaken the Wii U in lifetime oh, yeah, sales. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
So I don't I don't know if the current 10 million unit sales number if that includes all the holiday and like Black Friday uh, sales because I, I did read some reports that Switch was the hottest Black Friday item. Oh, I'm sure. Black Friday item, even though there was absolutely no discount on it, which is insane. Right. So, uh, like I said, I don't know if those numbers factor into it or not, but yeah, I, f- I feel like by the end of the year we'll, uh, it will have eclipsed Wii U, which some say it might not be that difficult of a task, but I mean, I mean, God, Wii U is what came out in 2012. I think so. So we're talking five years worth of lifetime sales numbers, and Switch is almost there in the first nine months. Like that is just insane. Right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, hopefully more Wii U ports because I missed all of them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know people have, uh, especially since uh, Mario Odyssey came out. I know people have been clamoring for a Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Uh, yep. Yep. Port, which I never yep. played that, but there seems to be a, a very loyal and dedicated fan base to that game. I missed 3D World. Uh, what else was on there? I think a Pikmin. Star Fox Zero. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, maybe not that one. Oh, I wish Star Fox could return to form. Hey, there's the the uh, Star Fox Two on the SNES Classic. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, but yeah, uh, 10, 10 million units in nine months—that is an impressive feat, to be sure. And uh, I think this is just the first sign of good things to come for Nintendo fans. Yeah, congratulations to Nintendo and fans because yeah. we have some fun times ahead. Definitely. And uh, third parties, take note if you aren't, aren't if you aren't already on board with the Switch. I mean, this—I mean, God, do you, do you need another reason? Ten million units in nine months. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get on this. Okay, moving on. Uh, the Super Mario cereal is now out in the wild. December 11th was the... Or is uh, it? Well, or is it? Good question. <laughs> December 11th was the purported street date, I guess, because now we're talking about street dates for cereal. <laughs> um, apparently, there's an, uh, an issue with supply. The uh, Launch date was December 11th, so this past Monday, but... I haven't seen it in stores. You didn't, you didn't pre-order your box of cereal? No, I missed out on that. You didn't put that. your $5 down. Yeah, no, I, I, I missed out on that. It, uh sold out in under a minute <laughs> um but yeah supposedly I've, I've seen some reddit posts that uh this uh, safeway grocery store seems to be the only one that currently has it in stock i know um i've checked at like my local walmart and dixie and i've seen nothing um so hey if if it's out if you've seen it out in the wild let us know leave a comment yeah describe it how's the crunch how yeah. are those marshmallows how do they stack up to lucky charms from everything I've heard, it seems to be just about on par with Lucky Charms, but uh, maybe more sugary. If it's that bar's even... not that high, yeah, I think I think I think Lucky Charms are overhyped. Myself, oh come on, no, I get them and I'm like eating them and I'm like these aren't as good as I remember. It. <laughs> but yeah, uh, speaking of cereal, oh my gosh, have you tried Blueberry Toast Crunch? I have it. It's awesome. It is so good. Anyways. <laughs> Welcome to Cereal Radio. Right. Uh, sugar Cereal Radio. Um, we could do it, you know. It's, I'm sure... So, hey. I bet it's out there. Hey, the fact that uh, this whole Mario Cereal story broke from a cereal fan website called... Cere- I think it was Cerealously is what it was called. That's literally where the news broke. So <laughs> the fact that there is a cereal like, enthusiast site out there, I'm sure there's a podcast. <laughs> we'll go check it out. So yeah... Uh, yeah, like I said, let us know if you've uh, come across this in stores because so far it seems to be pretty scarce. So we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm sure re- uh, retailers just haven't gotten their deliveries in for whatever reason. I mean, and here we are complaining about a street date for cereal. Come on. Uh, 
So whatever. First world problems. Yeah, really. No kidding. Uh, so uh, let's move on. Let's take a little bit of time, not too long, uh, just to discuss our favorite uh, Switch indie titles of 2017 since we are coming to the uh, close of the year and this will most likely be our last episode of the year. Um, yeah, let's talk about some of the notable uh, indie games that have come to Switch. So I've only played a handful, um, but most notably, uh, hands down, my favorite has been SteamWorld Dig 2. Okay. I. Uh, I played it over the course of a few days. I couldn't put it down. Uh, the 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 mechanic of digging, collecting, returning to the top, uh, getting new uh, power ups. Like with each power up you find, it's it changes the the gameplay just a little bit to add a little bit more satisfaction to navigating the environment. Um, where the first game was a lot of just dig straight down until you get to the very bottom. This one is totally uh, opened up to explore sideways, up and down, all around. You can uh, kind of teleport around using the tube system. Mm-hmm. Um, just just very satisfying mechanic. The art style, like uh, my son went back and played the first one after he beat the second one. Mm. And I noticed, I'm like, oh, wow, they, it's a real big overhaul from the first game, wow. visu- visually. Um, yeah, I would definitely I got give you full recommendations on buying it. I think you will love it. If yeah, you played in Steamroll Dig. No, too. awesome. In, in and, fact, it's... and no reason to play the first game. Okay, just, good to know. <laughs> the story ties in a little bit, but I feel like it's it, the, the game is more about the exploration and having fun with it than the story. Right, awesome. Yeah, that, I think that's definitely prob- probably the biggest indie that I have missed on the Switch this year. Um, I don't know that I'll have time to get to it before the year is out, but I'll definitely definitely be interested in checking that out when I can. Um, I think for me, I think my biggest one is uh, Rocket League. I mean, I've I put a decent number of hours on PS4, but I I've the Switch version is like for for me personally, it's breathed new life into the game. Like just being like, in fact, last night I was uh, like lying in bed just in port in handheld mode playing Rocket League, getting uh, snowflakes for the uh, holiday event they've got going on right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just so much fun. In fact, a recent patch just went. They uh, put a patch out yesterday, I believe. Um, that was supposed to um, uh, improve the visuals in handheld mode, which, to be honest, I didn't really notice that all that much of a difference. Um, it's but, pretty. It's pretty muddy in handheld. Yeah, I finally played it on my TV, and I was like, "Oh, this looks fine." Yeah, no, no, definitely. There definitely is a visual disparity there. But uh, like I mentioned in my review on the site, um, you're moving around so much. I mean, for me personally, it wasn't really that big of a deal. It really wasn't a deal breaker for me at all. Yeah, I agree. You're you're constantly moving so much. You're not gonna really notice the jagged or muddy textures unless you actually stop and look around, but who has time for that in Rocket League? <laughs> no, no one does. So, yeah, that, I think that's probably my uh Yeah, man, we did, we did get one. to experience, like, sitting around, three of us playing. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, that was really cool, just to be able to bring all our Switches with us and just have an instant multiplayer match right there. Yeah. Actually, so it, cool. it's uh, in reinvigorated my love of the game, like you said. Like, I've even found myself going back to the PS4 version and playing with some friends on there too so only thing we're missing uh, and if anybody from Sionix is listening only thing we're missing is cross account support I can only imagine that that's more difficult to implement than we're making it sound but oh you're talking about like things you've unlocked in PS4 should yes show up. battle yeah. cars you've unlocked all the toppers and rocket trails like yeah, yeah, please yeah. make some kind of cross account system like cause, some cloud cloud save or yeah something because I mean not, for me it's not that big of a deal because I didn't put like a multitude of hours in the PS4, but I know there are a lot of people who I did for sure have had yeah exactly who've who've you know had 
other versions for longer have unlocked a lot of stuff that they just simply can't bring over to the Switch version. Yeah. So, please make that happen I I if it's up, at all possible. I pulled up my PS4 version. I'm like, oh, man, my car looks so dope. <laughs> I want this on my Switch. Yeah, I've literally just been, uh, lately when I'm playing Rocket League on Switch, I've just been running around the uh, the Samus Gunship car, which you really can't modify anyway. Yeah. So, it's literally just a naked car, but, which yeah. I'm fine with. But, yeah, it'd be really cool to get some of the... Some of the toppers and accessories that I've unlocked on, on other versions. Um, and just a quick note on Rocket League. Uh, the physical collector's edition was just announced to be coming to Switch on January 16th for $39.99, which if you have the physical version on any other platform, you'll notice that there is a $10 price difference there. Uh, the reason for that being uh, the supposed, I guess, quote-unquote, Switch, uh, switch tax in, in, in that uh, cartridges are more expensive to... They are. put out than discs so do with that what you will um, I think to offset that a little bit they've added in and I don't know that they've added this into the uh, other uh, physical versions uh, they're adding in a uh, new tire set based on the flash oh nice which is pretty cool and he, like I, I saw a trailer of it and uh, you'll be driving around so like there's like the little flashes like lightning symbol it's that doesn't like spin or move but like you'll see electricity like coursing around the tire oh so it, it's really cool and that's only in this uh I believe so. I'm not. I mean, it still might be unlocked. I'm sure it's unlockable through other means, but as far as a being included in the physical version, I think it's only on Switch. Okay, that sounds so, really really neat. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, so yeah, look out for that if you haven't uh, gotten the digital version yet. And um, I w- as far as other uh, indie Switch titles, um, which I'll talk about, I can talk about this in depth a little bit more when we get to what we've been playing, which we'll have to blow through that. Uh, nine parchments. Um, one of my most anticipated Switch games of this year um, ended up getting a review copy from uh, developer Frozenbyte, so appreciate that. Um, so there are some issues. Well, I guess I can kind of talk about talk about the review a little bit. Gave it a seven point nine out of ten. Um, I would have would have scored it probably in the eight point five or nine range had it not been for uh, this really weird thing when you uh, try to either switch characters or go between a single and multiplayer. Uh, campaign anytime you want to change your character or switch between single and multiplayer you lose your progress your story progress like it's it's just gone it's gone so so up front you need to decide how you're going to play it uh yeah unless you want to just play the same levels over and over again uh no so that's that's an issue now your character the levels you've gained like for for the different characters you use the levels you've gained the skills you've acquired and like the hats and the staves that you've unlocked those remain but uh yeah any story progress and thereby any spells you've acquired during the campaign are just wiped. Wow. So that's an issue. Um, Frozen Bite has come out with a statement saying that they are working on a patch for a save system. So uh, no word yet on when that's going to be going through, but man, that, that, needs to, that needs to happen now because that's like I said, it, it is one of my favorite games. It, it is a uh, sort of a Diablo-esque like uh, dungeon crawler action RPG except you're using magic for everything and the game is absolutely the best with uh, two to four other people, or, or two to four players, and um, you'll be shooting off your spells. You can hit your allies. You can hurt or kill your allies with your spells, so you have to be mindful of that. You can, um, if if you uh, two people are using a like a beam spell, they can combine and like turn into a brand new spell. And it it, it just there's so many crazy and fun things going on with that game that it is. Sounds like a cool co-op experience. It really would be. I think it, it would edge out Rocket League as my favorite, except were it not for that same issue. And that, huh. that, that wow. just, 
that just really kills the experience for me. I mean, it, it's still a good game, which is why I gave it a 7.9. It's still a really great experience, and it's worth your time to check out. But, yeah, uh, you either need to know whether you're going to be playing single or multiplayer, or you're going to be playing the same levels over and over again if that's, you want to switch between the two. That's good to know. Very important. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, keep, keep an eye out for uh, whatever patch is coming through. So hopefully they can fix that soon. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, so many great entity titles. Um we're actually going to be working on a video we're going to throw up on our YouTube channel. Uh, I haven't decided the number yet. We're either going to do the 5 or the 10 uh, best indie video, best uh, Switch Indies games from 2017. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, maybe some of the games we mentioned will be on that list. Maybe they won't be. Who knows? You'll have to check out the video to find out. And where can we find uh, you on YouTube? Where can we find Switch Joy, I should say? Well, that's, that's a kind of complicated because we don't have 100 subscribers yet and therefore don't have a unique URL so uh, I see okay your best bet would be either go onto YouTube and search for SwitchJoy or uh, go on our website switchjoy.net scroll to the bottom of the page you'll see our little YouTube icon you can click on that so but hey if uh, things are going like they have been lately hopefully we'll be hitting 100 subscribers soon so, and that'll thereby make us easier to find on YouTube so we'll see how that goes um so yeah, be on the be on the lookout for that video. Um, I think that's that's going to be a, a lot of fun uh, to work on. So we'll have that up soon. Um, and just a quick news item: J uh, just in today, Pokemon Crystal is coming to the 3DS eShop on January 26th. So yeah, I just wanted to throw that out there. That, that's pretty cool. I was wondering when uh, Gold and Silver came to the eShop back in September. Like, where's Crystal? Uh, now we're getting it. Why it's several months later, I don't know. But hey. Mm -hmm. Something to look forward to for uh, Pokemon fans, especially if you've uh, already gotten through Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon and want uh, another Pokemon experience, go back to go back to second gen. I guess that's, your, catch them all. that's your answer. <laughs> Alright, so uh, moving on just really quickly into what we've been playing. I already talked about Nine Parchments. Um, the other game I put out a review, for, a review for recently was the Sexy Brutal, which I gave a 9 out of 10. Um, gotten a little bit of flack on that score. Because um, there are some pretty significant frame rate issues on the Switch version, unfortunately. Um, in my experience, it was mostly between uh, loading through rooms. Uh, so, okay, so let me back up and just give a little bit of context in this game. So it's basically a murder mystery game. So I, I would say it's almost like a ma like think of it as like Clue meets Majora's Mask, sort of. Except rather than trying to find out, I mean, you are trying to find out who killed the person, but you also want to find out how to save them. So you have this sort of Majora's Mask-esque time travel mechanic where you're instanced into this part of the man this mansion and there are different party guests that have been invited to this mansion and you one by one witness these party member or these uh, party guests getting killed. So then what you then do is you move back in time and sort of analyze their movements, analyze the movements of the person who killed them, try and find out how you can prevent their death. And you basically, and you go back in time and then try to prevent their death. So you do this kind of one by one for eight different, it, it can either be one person or a set of two people. You, there are like eight different instances where you have to um, find out how this person or these people were murdered and how to prevent their deaths. Yeah, I keep hearing a lot of good things about that. Yeah, no. This is so a, you, got, you got the flack on the score, you said. Yeah, a little bit. For, commenters. So or? Yeah, people were saying like, you know, whoa, why'd you give this a nine out of ten when the game is basically unplayable because of the frame rate issues i like i said i i only really had some frame rate issues when i like it was between different rooms of the mansion like loading times i mean and it was pretty egregious at times there were times where i would 
try to walk through a door and I would be stuck with a little like spinning loading wheel for a minute or more. So it is rather annoying. Um, I didn't really notice that bad of frame rate dips when actually playing, like when actually moving around and playing the game and preventing the murders and stuff. Um, so yeah, while those loading times between the rooms were a bit annoying, it wasn't a deal breaker for me and I don't think it, it, it didn't diminish my experience with the game. So that's why I elected to, uh, that's cool. That gives, a little, that, little, that gives a little insight into how you review games. Like, yeah. Does, no. Like, based on that and talking about I mean, the whole, parchments. I mean, the whole point in... I can't sell reviews. The way I approach reviews is I want to take a game and I want to be able to tell people whether or not it's a good game based on the things it tries to set out to do. So I think, I think in the Sexy Brutales case, it sets out to uh, showcase these very unique gameplay style where I mean, like I say, I kind of compared it to Clue where, you know, in the classic board game Clue, you're going around and you try to find out who killed who killed this person with what, what item in which room. Um, and it's kind of that same idea, but you're, it's throwing in this but then uh, time travel also. mechanic, it's throwing in um, you kind of have to use uh, sort of detective skills to try and find out, like um, oh, if, if I pick up this item before this character can get to it, then they won't be able to use that item to then kill this person. And you can uh, use aud auditory clues to listen in on people. You can peek through keyholes to like see what's going on in the room next to you. So I mean, it, it does a lot of interesting things that I think is unique enough to warrant a, uh, a high score. So Very cool. Very cool defense. Yeah, definitely, definitely check out that game uh, if you haven't already. Um, and then... Uh, I've been playing some Fire Emblem Warriors. I finally ended up getting a copy of that. I know it's a few months old at this point, but it, it is so much fun. Um, I really expected it to be more of a Dynasty Warriors game just with a Fire Emblem skin, but that is definitely not the case here. It's I'm very surprised at how many things from the mainline Fire Emblem series have bled over into this game, and it's a lot of fun. No, that's good to hear. Um, so yeah, definitely there's a lot more strategy involved than you would think a typical Warriors game would have, so definitely check that out if you're interested. Um, and I've also been playing a little bit of a game called Crimson Land from, Ooh, from Ten Tons. I know what that is. Oh, do you really? Yes, that game is actually very old, like from early two thousands. Okay. Yeah, it was on PC, and uh, me and a group of friends would gather at a friend's house. None of us had a computer except one kid. Yeah, he had his. Anyways, we called it the Death Game. We just called it the Death Game. I don't know. I don't know why. <laughs> well, I do know why. <laughs> but we would just sit there and play endless mode for hours. And then one day, I think a couple years ago, it came out on PS4. I'm like, oh, Crimson Land. <laughs> I remember this game. So I I have a history with that. I love that game. And I've, I've been on the store and debated, should I buy it again on Switch? I probably will at some point. It, it's a lot It's a lot of fun. I, I think it's going to be largely the same experience. Um, I guess it, yeah. it, it, at that point it just comes down to, do you want this in, to take this with you on the go, or and I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's a lot of fun. It's it's a really cool uh, like twin stick sort of shoot 'em up sort of. Yeah, it's deal. essentially it's top down. You're a uh, space marine, and it's sprite based. Like it's very top down. Like not even like three quarters. It's like you're directly overhead looking down at it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Twin stick shooter, kill aliens, kill zombies, monster, all kinds of monsters. And uh, they all die gruesome deaths, and by the end of the level, the entire floor is just covered red. Yep. Hence the name, Crimson Land. Uh, yep. And the, the power-ups are always cool. Like, you get a whole bunch of different kinds of weapons. You find your, you find the ones you like, you find the ones you hate. 
you accidentally get the ones you hate. Yep. Looking at you, blowtorch. Yeah, because I mean the the weapons will drop like mid like level, right? Yeah. While you're going through. Or you'll get a so. perk that's like draws the weapons to you, and you're like, no, 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 <laughs> no blowtorch. I don't want yep. you. Yep. Yeah, so that's definitely definitely a fun game. Check that out on Switch if you've uh, if you played it before and you want to revisit it. It's a good opportunity to, or if you've never played it before. Go, I go, recommend it for sure. Yeah, go, Lots of fun. Go check out a video, see what it's all about, and uh, pick that up if you're so inclined. And then, Chris, I know you mentioned kind of mentioned you were just jumping back into Zelda. Yeah, and I think I'm going to stick with it a little bit. Um, I don't have any major games going on at the moment, uh, but I'm happy to be back into it. Yeah, I lost interest in it a while ago. I think I got frustrated trying to infiltrate Ganon's castle. Yeah. And I finally figured out how that you should try going in from the back. That, okay. was, that was a tip I heard, so I you tried heard, that out, and it you, worked. Hey, you heard it here first. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> maybe not first, but you heard it here. So I went in from the back, found a shrine while I was in there, and, uh, yeah, I was able to do, defeat Ganon, save Hyrule, restore balance and peace. Uh, but, yeah, jumping back in, finishing up the shrines. There's still a bunch of different armor and outfits I haven't gotten. Oh, yeah. Um, Tingle outfit. That one I could pass on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I, I still have barely touched both DLCs. Yeah. So I have a lot, a lot of Zelda left to play. Yeah, same here. I'll probably, like I said, I'll probably be jumping back into that over the holiday break to be sure. All right, man. That, that's we did it. That, that's it. That's, that's another show. That's four in the bank. And and three in the bush. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, so yeah, that, that's our show today. Thank you everybody for listening. Thank you for downloading. Um, Thank you for watching on YouTube, I guess. Since I'll just say that now, we'll throw this up on YouTube. Why not? Uh, where to find the show? Hey, I just said it. YouTube. Uh, you can also find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, your favorite podcast service of choice, whatever that might be. We should be there. Um, and, of course, on our website, switchjoy.net. Uh, please leave a comment. Leave uh, Give us a review on iTunes. Send us an email uh, at admin at switchjoy.net. We'd love to take any reader questions. Um, any, I mean, hey... We, we talked about our uh, favorite in- indies uh, on Switch for, from 2017. What games are you, some of the, uh, what are some of the best indies you've played? Let us know. Le- leave us a comment. Drop us an email. Let us know what you think. Tweet um, at us. Yeah, tweet at us. Uh, find us on social media. Um, on Facebook, you can find the, uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash switchjoy. And you can find us on Twitter at switchjoy. And the, sometimes I'll do the occasional stream on Twitch and that will be on twitch.tv slash switchjoy and I already talked about how complicated the YouTube thing is so just search for switchjoy on YouTube <laughs> um, and then you can find me on Twitter at Nick Chevalier and I'm on Twitter at it's Tover Steven and I think that just about covers everything we did it alright cool man looking forward to episode 5 yeah definitely we will see you in the new year everybody thank you for listening bye see ya